Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard Flight 785. Hate it or love it, the underdog's on top. And I'm gonna shine until my heart stops. You can envy me. I'm the Midwest MVP, and I ain't going nowhere so you can get to know me. Shout out to G-Unit, Flight 785 in the house. Once again, for another week, I'm back, guys. I am back. I know you missed me. I'm here with my lovely wife, Carrie. What's going on? How are you? I'm good. I'm glad to be back. Glad to be back, and, and yeah. we're back rolling again, guys. Yeah, it's so been guys, a long couple of weeks. It, it has been a long couple of weeks, guys. Uh, actually, it's been over three weeks since we dropped an episode, and I'm going to give you the reason for that. But first of all, guys, I'd like you, if you have not, if this is your first time listening, go ahead and hit the subscribe button and uh, check me out on all my social media. It is Flight785. It's just that easy. Instagram, Snapchat. TikTok, Clubhouse, all Flight 785, so uh, check me out. But anyway, guys, welcome to the show. So here's what happened, guys. I got sick. (laughs) So I I went to the doctor for a physical, a regular routine physical, and I was in the doctor's office for about, I don't know, about two hours or so, and they gave me two shots, and it wasn't the COVID-19 shots, though, but they gave me two shots. And uh, I get home. Immunizations. Oh, yes. Two immunizations. Excuse me. (laughs) I get home and it is, uh, by the way, it is 6.12 a.m. on the 8th of April. It's early as usual, guys. You know how we do it. So anyhow, so I get home on Tuesday and I'm not feeling my best. And then Wednesday comes and I've got chills and a headache and a fever. And so I'm not feeling well at all. And uh, and I was going through my own health stuff. Yeah, it was Carrie was just... having some health issues. And so then, <laughs> so then, you know, Thursday and Friday comes and I'm okay. And Saturday comes, I'm all right. And then Sunday comes and I am sick again. And this time I am very sick with headaches, chills, uh, what else? Coughing, runny nose, all the COVID, loss of taste and smell, all the COVID symptoms. So I'm like, you know what? I think I may have the COVID, which I don't know how, you know, because I'm very cautious. You know, I'm very cautious, you know, as far as wearing my mask and all that good stuff. But for some reason, I swear that I got the COVID. So, you know what, guys, just go ahead and hit the button on me. Congratulations. You played yourself. Yeah. He tested negative twice. Yeah, I did. I did. Who knows? I did test (laughs) negative twice. So I don't know what it was, but I was really, really sick. And I was. So we just needed three weeks to kind of regroup. Yeah, I was so sick. I couldn't do And in the the middle of all this, I got summons for jury duty. Yeah, she got summoned (laughs) for jury duty. So my doctor looked at the summons and said, oh, hell no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Carrie wasn't feeling well either. And uh, she got a summons for jury duty. It's just like that. You know, you could be you would make a great juror on jury duty. But I guess it just I'm a good listener. Yes, I guess it just was not meant to be. (laughs) It was just not the right time. It wasn't either. It it wasn't the right time. But you got out of jury duty. 
So that for was now, good, right? For now. For now. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, guys, we are going at the top of the show. We always roll over the flight plan. So you guys will know what we're talking about. And as I always say, I have diplomatic immunity. So don't get mad at me when I voice my opinion. I can say whatever I want to say. It's diplomatic immunity, guys. That's how we do it. It's probably on... just because we feel sorry for the recovering sick person. Maybe. Is that is that what it is? <laughs> Today. I, think, I think what it is is because I have diplomatic immunity. It is me. He is I, and I am him. Dutch chocolate, aka Dutch chocolate. Anyway, moving on, guys. Is that like the Swiss Miss thing? No, no. I said Dutch chocolate. I didn't say anything about Swiss Miss. You know, here we go. Here we go, guys. Buckle up. Buckle up, guys. Carrie's already on it. Anyway, you know, I'm quick in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, guys, let's roll over the flight plan. So, the flight plan. The flight plan. Excuse me. The flight. It is early. The flight plan for this show is we're going to talk about the Florida Man Chronicles. Carrie, the Florida Man Chronicles. You know how we. You know how they do it in Florida. We're going to talk about some um, spring TV premieres. Uh Uh, We're going to talk about some new breakfast pastries. Okay. We're going to talk about a DoorDash dilemma, and then we're going to get into learn something, right? Yes, we're going to study the history of board games. Yeah, because, you know, people are sitting yes. at home, and, you know, the country's starting to open up a little bit, but uh, people are still, you know, sitting I, I, at home, right? I actually just did it because I really like board games. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, And then... I while we were trying to recoup the last three weeks, um, I started an oldie but goodie, I guess, but still current uh, TV series, Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. I never. I think I watched a couple of episodes when it came out, but I was so busy that you know I, I didn't get into it. But now I'm into it. And loving it. You know, I cannot get into gay's anatomy. I really can't. He, he I can't, can't get in. I he can't doesn't get have into the it. stomach for the blood. You know, you know <laughs> anyway. <laughs> let's just. Let's just get down at the truth. And then then we're going to roll into Abby is not right. Uh, The segment where we pull a story and we check and we dissect it and see if Abby is or is not right. So are we ready, Gary? We are very ready. We're going to move to Jacksonville, Florida. A Jacksonville mother is charged with child abuse after a fight with another student on the campus of DuPont Middle School last week. That's what a Jacksonville police report said. Okay. Mm -hmm. So her name is Edith Riddle. Okay. And she was arrested by the Duval School Board Police. Okay. The school safety officer heard a teacher's frantic announcement over the school radio that there was a fight occurring outside the cafeteria, Mm. according to the report. Yes. When the officer arrived at the fight location, he found Riddle had been involved in a physical fight with the victim, which is a student. So you have a mom in a physical fight with another student. I see. Riddle had just exited the school with her own daughter after a meeting with the vice principal on the campus, according to the report. So rather than exiting the campus directly, the daughter, you know, so Riddle and the daughter walked out of their way through the cafeteria to engage in the other student in a fight. Riddle's daughter pushed the victim to the ground and threw some punches before the suspect also joined in punching the other student who was lying on the ground, according to witnesses. And witnesses also said, okay, witnesses also said. So no food fight. 
No, no, Carrie, no, 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 Damn. no, no, uh-uh. no, no, there's no food fights. I've but, always wanted to be involved in one. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> yes. So, you know, witnesses also said that Riddle appeared to have a boxing glove attached to her left hand, according to the arrest report. Interesting. Yes, so the, the mama was prepared. Yeah, the report says that Riddle had the boxing glove on her hand when she arrived at the school and had told the school it was super glued to her wrist and she couldn't remove it. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. What was that, Rick James? Cocaine's nah. a hell of a drug. Oh, thank you. No, that was just prior planning. So, the, okay, Carrie, you know what? <laughs> you know, Carrie always wants to put a silver lining to these stories. Prior planning? Really, Carrie? You know, you got to look at the good side. Oh, my goodness. So, the victim. <laughs> suffered abrasions to her knees and forearms, according to the report. The girl's parent arrived at the school and told police she wanted to pursue criminal charges. Okay. Riddle and the victim are not related, according to the arrest report, and Riddle was arrested and charged with one count of child abuse with a personal-slash-special weapon. So, Carrie, what say you on that? What say you on that? So... Was it a special weapon because it was attached to the person? It was or? a special weapon because she showed up to the school with a boxing glove, Carrie. And she fought. And, and, and she fought. Now, here's what I don't understand. Why did not the school administration walk this woman out of the school? You know, instead, you know, she was already in a meeting with the school principal for an I, issue. I think, I think so, they felt the mother was responsible enough to escort the child out. That was their mistake. Well, it wasn't the it wasn't the child. It was you know the child and the mother jumped in. So they uh, neither one of them were responsible. Right, so, but the faculty probably thought the mother was responsible enough. Well, I have one thing to say to the faculty. Congratulations, you played yourself. Thank now, you, thank now, you, Khaled. It, yes. If you have you ever been in a cafeteria food fight? We're not going down this rabbit hole, Gary. No. Oh, I think no. we should. No. See, I, I've never had the guts to do it, and I want to do it somewhere where I don't have to clean up the mess. <laughs> so we need to find the nearest furs cafeteria or something like that so that you could have a food fight with as the strangers. As long as we don't get a lawsuit to have to clean up the mess. Oh, my goodness. This is ridiculous. I don't think they have don't those you think anymore. Don't you think and I little... don't eat at buffets. Yeah, I know, guys. She's very <laughs> bougie. She she refuses to eat at buffets. All right. Where, where, anyway. What's the next You story? know, actually, we could go to see. We, we don't need to go through this we could go to cc's no, pizza they no, have a buffet no. anyway, anyway i just get a salad there <laughs> okay it who goes to a pizza joint and orders salad this is ridiculous anyway we're going to talk about something else carrie the rapper will i am you know who he is he no, is no, on i really uh, don't have any idea will i am he is a member of the group i believe it is uh the black eyed carrots or something like that one of those peas? groups uh, peas that might be it yes i don't know i'm not sure but yes he is a one of the okay. members good of group. the black eyed carrots and that's a good group well okay if you say so anyway so he has partnered up with a company and they are going to make a face mask carrie Okay. How nice. That's good. Right? So yes, rapper Will I Am has partnered with Honeywell. Now Honeywell, they they are a defense contractor, and they do a lot of other secret squirrel stuff. But they also make uh, what like air conditioner dials. They do a lot of stuff. Yeah. So rapper Will I Am, he has partnered with Honeywell to design a two hundred and ninety nine dollar face mask carry hmm. a 299 dollar you know face mask. I, I have seen that they do have like gucci masks things like that are really expensive i don't know if i would i mean 
You don't know if you'd Ma- go for masks are supposed to be you don't like know if you'd washable, go for, disposable. You don't know if you'd go for two hundred and ninety nine dollars. Oh, well, heck let me, no. well, let me tell you what it is. It's the super mask, and the mask has fans. It has mm-hmm. air filters. It has Bluetooth connectivity, mm-hmm. LED lights, noise canceling audio, microphone capabilities, uh, and it has seven hours of battery life and an earbud docking system. Is that washing safe? Uh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure you can somehow probably you have to put some uh, antibacterial spray on it or something. You can't throw it in the washer. It's electronic. So in this new age of style and security, Supermask is an uncompromising face mask design with a high-tech performance for the modern lifestyle, said Will I Am. Okay, mm-hmm. It will be sold online starting Thursday, April 8th. And guess what today is, Gary? Guess what today is? It is Thursday, April 8th. Don't, and so I'm gonna get, get those wild eyes. You know no what? way. I'm really thinking about. Do you know how many masks you could use? You could donate three hundred dollars. We don't. We we've got perfectly fine. This super mask. mask, no. But you didn't hear all the the thing. You didn't understand all the things it has. You it don't has need all that. You need to focus on what's going on around you it, when you're wearing a mask. It has a public. fan. Let's it has say, air no. filters. It has Bluetooth connectivity. It has LED lights. Noise canceling audio. It has microphone capabilities. Seven hours of battery life and an earbud docking system. You don't need and it to goes online. any it, noise. It, you need to goes, be listening oh, clearly. Oh, oh, I know some noise that needs to be canceled. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do too. Right I now. do too. But anyway, anyway, don't make this about you. Anyway, so today is April 8th, and okay. they go on sale for $299, Carrie. All right, I'm going to so, lock the bank accounts for So you know what? I can't wait, guys. <laughs> Stay tuned, guys. I will be getting these mask yeah, i will be tuned. getting this mask, I, I gotta, guys i gotta get it on my phone and lock these <laughs> so, bank accounts as a matter of fact guys if you think i should get this mask give me a hell yeah hell no what no what well there you have it there there you have it yes Carrie. there you have I'm, it nope we're not gonna I, do I'm it i'm spitting the buddy guys i am spitting the buddy oh man Anyway, guys, we have some new TV premieres. Well, they're not new. Some are new. But the spring TV premieres are out. So I guess I I need to let you guys know what is happening for spring. So we have Home Economics. That's on uh, ABC. Mm -hmm. Home Economics. It came out yesterday, April 7th. So hopefully you guys DVR'd that. We need to check that out. Kung Fu. That's going to be on the CW Mm. with a female lead. So we're going to see what that's all about. Rebel with uh, Katie Seagal from Married with Children. Yeah. Remember her. Uh, that's going to yeah. be on ABC uh, starting April 8th, I believe. Actually, I, today. I think the writers of Grey's Anatomy wrote Rebel. Okay, I won't be watching that then. Uh, and, <laughs> Come uh, on, we no, can no, try it. No, I won't be watching that. I can tell you that right now. We'll try it. And also what's coming out is Dynasty. Dynasty oh, no. is coming out May 7th. But is, is it coming out on... Oh, CW. It's so coming on the CW. Have to record it. Well, we're going to do what we got to do. Guys, if okay. you have not checked out the reboot of Dynasty, I highly recommend it. Lots of twists and turns. Fallon uh, Carrington is doing her thing. She's our favorite. It is a great show. So Dynasty season four, May 7th. We are definitely watching that. And you know what? Something else is going on May 7th, is it not? Actually, it's Carrie's birthday on no, May 7th. No, no, May 7th is Carrie's <laughs> birthday, guys. So Dynasty is coming out. I cannot wait for mm-hmm. Dynasty. So definitely, guys, go check it out. It is season four. 
So uh, you guys have some time between now and May 7th to catch up. And guess what's coming on June 7th, Carrie? The French show, The Bachelorette, uh-huh. is coming out Okay. on June 7th. So, guys, uh-huh. be ready for The Bachelorette. We all know what The Bachelorette is all about, right, Carrie? Yep. Yep, guys. He likes watching there's people g- cry. There's gonna, you know what? Don't say those things about me. That's not very nice. Guys, I have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> no, you know, I know. I didn't give you diplomatic immunity. This is ridiculous. <laughs> but moving on, guys. Uh, and also, what is happening is, Carrie, are you ready for the next one that's coming next? I can't wait. Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, finally. More of I missed that guys, last Carrie summer. loves this trash I, TV, I guys. Li- I like Bachelor in Paradise just because, it, it, you know, it's just pure drama. If there's anything Carrie loves, it's trash TV, guys. That's and not so true. it is coming out on You're August the reality 16th. Bachelor TV. in Paradise. No. <laughs> this is, this can, is ridiculous. You can ask anyone. Kenan's the reality TV I, junk. I, I am not. You're on board yeah. flight 785. Anyway, so that is what we have as far as the premieres and stuff that is coming out and uh that show bridgerton uh the duke you know the guy that plays the duke on bridgerton he's not coming back so he will not be coming back for the next season of bridgerton Uh so yeah so i don't know what happened with that but he is not coming back but it's coming back yeah bridgerton is coming back. okay we'll just find something new Breakfast pastries, guys. Breakfast pastries. We go all over the place. We're going to talk about Pop-Tarts. They are releasing three new flavors, including peach cobbler. Carrie, Pop-Tarts are getting ready for the warmer weather with three new fruity flavors, including a Texas favorite. Lemon cream pie, tropical mango, and peach cobbler are the three flavors that will hit store shelves during summertime. Okay? Mm. So, you know, the boxes are going to be about $2.89. So, Carrie, will you be trying these three flavors? Lemon um, cream pie, tropical mango, and peach cobbler. Yes or no? Let's analyze the situation okay. here. Uh, tropical mango, that does not sound good warm. I don't eat mangoes anyway. And I don't like whipped cream or cream pie. So, if it was lemon meringue pie. I'm sorry. You heard me. No, no, I, I didn't hear what you said. Please, please. But I will try the peach cobbler. You will try the peach cobbler. Yes. Okay, guys. So we have one out of three. One out of three. I, I might try the lemon. Yeah, and you know the best pop tarts anyway are the are the uh, blueberry. As long as there's not a lot of cream. Uh, the uh, no, no, no. Yeah, the blueberry. Strawberry, strawberry is the best. Well, anyway, so that's what we have, guys. Or so is it cherry? The one with the sprinkles on top, the pink with the red sprinkles. I, I don't know. That's my favorite. No, Be, no, brown sugar. Okay, and we're cinnamon. moving on. Okay, okay, we're moving on, guys. <laughs> it is six twenty-eight in the morning. We're moving on. Some people can't make up their mind. <laughs> moving on. Now, guys, I have a little issue with Carrie because you know sometimes we again. Don't, well, sometimes we don't feel like you know eating at home. You know, sometimes we just wanna. Oh, yeah. We just want to, you know. Get some food, you know, somewhere else, you know, at a restaurant. We get tired of cooking. Yes. And so I told Carrie, I told Carrie, because there's a whole different. Well, I told Carrie all the time, I say, listen, let's order the food. We can either order it online and then we can go pick it up. Okay. Okay. And what do you always say? Let's have it delivered. She always says, let's have it delivered. And I said, no, we are not going to have it delivered. I don't trust those people. And Carrie's like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Well, let's talk about what happened. Let's, 
talk about what happened to a gentleman in Michigan, as a matter of fact, in Michigan. Uh Okay. So here's what happened, right? So Michigan's a different. No, 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 no. (laughs) You know, I do know a weirdo from Michigan. But anyway, pizza (laughs) toppings like pineapple can cause controversy. But most people can probably agree that they don't want dirt on their pie. A Detroit man's dinner was spoiled when the DoorDash driver who was delivering his pizza dropped it out of the box and onto his home front porch. Well, why didn't he have please, the please, Domino's stay, stay, pizza please, delivery? Please. Don't they have, doesn't Domino's have that insurance policy or did they get rid of that during COVID? Please save all your questions till the completion of the story. The that whole, was why. The whole incident was caught on video by his doorbell camera. Uh-huh. His name was Rodney King Jr., no relation, told Fox 2 in Detroit that he and his wife had ordered the pizza one day when neither of them had felt like cooking. You know, fair enough. Okay. They watched from their doorbell camera as the delivery driver arrived. When the guy was walking up to our porch, we saw that he was holding the pizza vertically. So from there, I knew for a fact that that pizza was outside of the box, King told Fox 2. And then the pizza fell on the ground from the vertical box. Mm -hmm. Still... King thought the driver might own up to what happened. He was wrong. As soon as I saw the pizza hit the floor, my heart sank a little bit, he told Fox 2. I was hungry, but I was really hoping he would do the right thing. Rather than admitting the mistake, the delivery driver shoved the dirty pizza back into the box and placed it back down on the porch as if nothing had happened. Oh, hell no. Yes. Yes. So afterward, he looked at the pizza, he went and he started to scoop it back into the box and make it look as pretty as he could, picked up all the crumbs and everything, and then he walked off. Oh, hell no. This is the reason why I don't do DoorDash or any of those delivery services, Carrie. This is the exact reason why I don't do that type of stuff. That's fine. If you're going to go pick it up, it's fine. People be jacking with your food, okay? Okay. They jack with your food and we can't have that. We can't. We, we definitely we really can't. Yeah, I just, you know, I just am recovering from being sick. This, All right, we got th- it. This is ridiculous. Anyway, I, guys. I understand. That is what we have. And you know what? We need to get into Learn Something. So we will get into Learn Something right after these messages. You're on board Flight 785. Hey, everybody. Flight 785 here. And spring has finally arrived. Summer will be here before you know it. Now is the perfect time to check out some gear on GentlemanStrivingClub.com. Pick up that all-black, classic GDC tee. The one with the big GDC logo, the stag. That's my personal favorite. Save 15% off at checkout. Use code FLIGHT785. There's your promo code, guys. Go check it out. Gentlemen's Driving Club. What drives you? Welcome back to Learn Something. We're going to discuss the history of board games. What's your favorite board game before we start? A uh, favorite board game. Does mm-hmm. Uno count? Uno doesn't count as a board game because mm-hmm. it doesn't have a board. So a, I'm I'm well, gonna say it's a card game. I'm gonna say, well, as far as card games, it's Uno because as you heard from the intro, okay, I am an all star at Uno. Okay. So no one could beat me, guys. You come over to my house, you play me in Uno, you're getting beat. Okay. I don't care. Anybody Anybody could get it, okay? Anybody from 8 to 80, if you play me in Uno, you're getting beat, 
Okay, that's just the way it is. But as far as board games, even eighty-six-year-olds beat you. No, no, I'm. We're not going to talk about your grandmother that pulled a pistol on me. Okay, <laughs> your grandmother. Don't pulled ever a, say that again. Your grandmother pulled a pistol on me. Anyway, you know what, guys? That's not true. Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Sorry, sorry is a good board game. Oh that gosh, shoots and ladders, something like that. I mean, what do you got? I, okay. I like to keep it nice and uh, low key and basic. Gotcha. What, do you, what do you got? Oh, my favorite board game. Uh huh. What is yours? My favorite board game is Sequence. Okay. All right. Then Monopoly. Uh, okay. All right. So, what yes. do we got with board games? Talk to me. All right. So, board games came before written language around 5000 BC. The first game had a dice in it. Interesting enough, a dice is still used in board games today. Majority of board games, right? Right. So, 49 small carved pieces were found in Southeast Turkey. Similar ones in Syria and Iraq. This is how researchers found uh, the Fertile Crescent or the Middle East was the home of the first board games. This area is also known to have invented booze, papyrus, papyrus, breath mints. Papyrus. What is is that? I think that's paper, right? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what that is, but please continue. P-A-P-Y-R-U-S. I think it's like parchment paper or paper. Okay. Please continue. It could be dreaming. Who knows? Um, Which all go along with game night, right? Okay. Breath mints. (laughs) Guess. Before, during, and after. Okay. Okay. (laughs) What are you talking about here? George, the guy, get out of the studio. Anyway, they also used painted sticks, knuckle bones, wood stones and turtle shells as pieces for the board games okay or or for dice i believe yes and then in 3100 bc the dice began to have six sides and became a royal pastime really okay all right ancient egyptians yes ancient egyptians (laughs) ancient egyptians played a game called sinet s-e-n-e-t or fate if they were successful the players were protected by major gods this is why gods like lowercase gods this is why those that passed away wanted the game to be buried with them to help the dead go through their dangerous journey of afterlife okay this is how board games became tied to religious beliefs really i had no idea i didn't either um, the game of backgammon was thought to have been the longest known played game. Backgammon. But, but it is not. The The royal game of Ur is said to be the game that has been played the longest since 2650 B.C. Okay. I used to play backgammon with my dad when I was little. Really? Yes. So the so. royal game of Herb. <clears throat> Er. Oh, okay. Excuse you me. You are. Oh, excuse me. Please continue. Herb. Please continue. <laughs> Whatever. Um, the game has rules carved into an ancient stone tablet, making the royal game of Ur uh, the game longest played in world history. Okay. Backgammon was known to be played during the Roman Empire in 2000 BC. In 1960, so there was a surge in uh, popularity of backgammon in 1960 due to Prince Alex, uh, 
Prince Alex, a yes. surge in backgammon. Oblinsky, okay. the father of modern backgammon, established official rules and even a club. Really? He also started an international backgammon tur- tournament. And Hugh Hefner was also known to hold backgammon tournaments and parties at the Playboy Mansion. I bet he did. I bet he did. Oh, my. (laughs) Hopscotch was created in 500 BC. Primarily, it was played by adults to start out with. So, really quick, really quick. Ring, ring. It's a telephone call, okay? Hello? And, you know, this is Hugh Hefner, and I'd like to invite you to the Playboy Mansion for some backgammon. Yes. Really? Really? That's what they're saying. Okay. Okay. You know, extracurricular activities. Wait, wait a minute. You know what? Oh Speaking my. of George extracurricular Scott? activities, the birth of chess was in 400 AD. This is said to mimic the success of Viking raids. Okay. Uh, spreading through Iceland, Britain, Ireland, and Northern Europe. Okay. In 1475, the modern rules of basic moves had been adopted in Italy and Spain. Later in the 15th century, the queen became the most powerful piece in chess. Really? The finalized rules in the 19th century is how we play chess still today. Um, And then, have you, you know the game... Um, me and some of your kids play Mancala with the stones right, and the yeah, board. Right, yeah, Mancala, yeah. Well, it came about in 700 AD. Okay. And it uh, was uh, made, it was, uh, yes. it, was moved, it was in Arabic. Really? Yes. Okay. Uh, they call Mancala the game of sowing seeds or count and capture. Okay, count um, and capture. Yes, the earliest evidence of this game was found in pottery. So they made that game. So it wasn't like a wooden board back in the day. It was pottery and uh, stones. All right. Um, In 1903, a lady named Lizzie Maggie invented the game, The Landlord's Game. Okay, I've never heard of that game. Oh, I think you have. Okay. (laughs) The landlord's game. Yes. The board game had four railroads, two utilities, a gel, and a corner named Labor Upon Mother Earth Produces Wages. Okay. Which earned $100 each time they passed it. This game was based on the basic principles of Georgism a system Henry George proposed to demonstrate how rents enrich property owners and lead to poverty by the tenant. Right. Maggie created the game for children to demonstrate a and provoke natural suspicion of unfairness to carry through adults. Yes. Maggie sold her patent to who? Um... The Monopoly guy. I don't know. The Parker Brothers. Oh, Parker Brothers. Who then named it Monopoly. Okay. All right. So, yes. Let me just give an unpopular opinion, okay? Monopoly is a trash game, okay? The game sucks, okay? I don't know why people want to sit down, sit on a board, and just sit there for hours on end saying, pay me, 
pay me money and I'm getting properties and I'm building houses. The game sucks, okay? You just have to play Uncle Mike's way and, and if, we're all good. Oh, you're talking about your brother that bends the rules? And no, bends my the ru- uncle. Yeah, my so, uncle. Uh, yes, your uncle who bends the rules <laughs> to his choosing. Is that, is that who you're talking about? No, they're, they're this set, is ridiculous. They're set guidance and rules. She's got this uncle <laughs> named Mike that, We've discussed you know, this before on the Either on way, the when podcast. you play with him, you're going to lose regardless. <laughs> and it's not because of the rules. It's because of the rules that he's made. <laughs> It to benefit him no. but anyway so monopoly cha- monopoly is a trash game diplomatic immunity okay <laughs> don't get mad at me monopoly is a trash game i said what i said but please continue you lose i said what i said all right so my challenge to all of you is yes. to sit down and play a board game sometime this month but when it comes to monopoly ain't nobody got time for that that's right <laughs> That's right. I'm not playing Monopoly. But just play sequence. Okay, okay, guys. So that's what we have for Learn Something. Thank you so that much, Gary. I thought it was interesting. The more you know, guys, the more you know. You're on board flight 785. Guys, it is time for the final segment of the show called Abby is Not Right. And at this time, I pull a story. We dissect it from one of the, you know, it's a story from one of the advice columns. And we pull it out, and we check it out, and we decide if Abby is or is not right. So, Carrie, are we ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Right. Here we go. Dear Abby, I've been attending yoga class for several years and find it to be very beneficially. Beneficially? No, that's not right. Beneficial, mentally and physically. Recently, I started taking classes at a new studio with lovely teachers (laughs) and mostly great students. One individual, though, seems to think the class is his own social event. He overchants and moans loudly throughout the class. Oh, my. George Takai, get out of the studio. That's why you always choose. No, no, let me finish, please. The the corner. Would it be rude to say something to him, or should I just find another studio? It's gotten to the point where the entire purpose of relaxing and clearing my mind is impossible. So Abby says, listen. Do not address the over-chanter directly. Instead, discuss your concerns with the teacher because you may not be the only participant who finds this person's vocalizations to be a distraction or consider attending another class that is held at a different hour if there is one. Yeah. That is what Abby had to say. So what say you, Carrie? What is your I take agree, on this? I agree, but whenever I go to yoga class, yes. I, I always try to sit in the corner way away from everyone. Okay. Because yoga is me and my focus and uh uh-huh. um you and your focus. Yeah. So but here's the deal though. Choose yoga classes that have large rooms, not small rooms. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. This yeah. guy goes, he's found a wonderful yoga class. Uh-huh. Okay. But there's a guy that overchants. Okay. He overchants too loud and is and the other guy doesn't like it. He does not like when the guy goes mm, too loud. So now, do you guys? Do you but, guys? But y- yoga is about mentally focusing on your own inner self. So if you can't block that out, right, then you're not fully, you know, in tune with yourself and your thoughts. Yeah, but you, but you said you thought that Abby was right here. Yeah, I mean, if it bugs him that much, he can go to another class. Do you think Abby is right for telling the guy he needs to go talk to the manager? 
because you know she doesn't like the other person's the instructor. Okay, it's it's the same as I want to talk to the manager. No. Okay, it's exactly the same. Okay. Okay. Well, how do you feel about this situation? I think that Abby is Mr. Wrong. Flexible. Okay. You know what? Oh my. <laughs> George Takai. You know what? I'm gonna lock all these doors and I'm gonna close these windows. George Takai. He manages to beam into the studio every time. I can't keep him out, guys. I cannot keep him out. Anyway, I here's think, the deal. I think yes. I challenge you to go to a yoga class. You want me to go to a yoga yes. class? I know you tried yoga with me, but you need to go to a yoga class. Ain't nobody got time for that. Let me tell you something. Get, get a little bendy. If I could listen, you know what you're. I know what you're trying to do. I know what you're trying to do, guys. She tried to take this down to. She tried to take this podcast somewhere else, guys. She does it every episode. That's not true. every episode. She tries to take it somewhere else. That's not true. I listen, love you. Listen, let me tell you something. If this guy, if I'm at a yoga class and uh -huh. this guy is oming too loud, I'm gonna guess, Carrie. I got it. <laughs> I don't need. You know what? This is ridiculous. You're on board flight 785. No, I'm going to tell him, listen, guy, you need, um, to, you need to bring it down, okay? Bring it down because I'm trying to concentrate um, during the, during, you know, you know we're, we're going to shut this down. We're going to shut this see, down right now. This is like ridiculous. It. You like it. You can work through <laughs> it. Me it's off. all right. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Guys, you know what? We are out of time. You know, I'm done, okay? I'm, I'm done. I hear you. I hear you. Know, you. you you're going to ask me to go to yoga class oh hell no moving on guys Just don't be the ummer gary do you have do you have any uh final thoughts guys do you have any final thoughts no gary? just very glad to be back glad very, to be back very glad to be able to have these in-depth and mind-blowing conversations yes. with you again mind-blowing conversation guys my 30 talking about minus yoga, 15 talk about yoga 15. and getting bendy i just don't <laughs> understand it anyway guys i'm gonna leave you all with this always believe you're great even before anybody else believes it and that's real talk guys um, we love y'all this is flight 785 and we're gonna see you guys lord willing as my mom says in what two weeks Yes. In two weeks, we are going to see you guys. We love y'all. You're on board flight 785. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. <laughs>